So the Ramchal concludes now the chapter, this chapter on Precious, and he says that the principle, which really answers up the whole question of, uh, uh, of the contradictions that we find in the sources about Precious, is that there are different types of Precious. There's a positive and a constructive one and a negative destructive one. And he says the difference is as follows, is that anything which is not required for a person when it comes to matters of this world, okay, I guess we would call them luxuries. You can divide, you can define everything in your life into into two categories. It's either you need it, it's a necessity, or you don't need it, in which case it's a luxury. Okay, so he says anything which a person doesn't need when it comes to this world. So if a person really wants to um, reach these levels, and again recall that we're now talking to someone who's who's striving to be a chassid, reach the highest levels, higher than a tzaddik, it's fitting for such a person to separate themselves from that. But anything which is a necessity for a person, whatever the reason may be, whatever the reason may be, it's, it's, it's emotionally they need it, physically they need it, psychologically they need it, whatever the reason, it's something which is that person requires, and of course this is totally subjective. This is completely subjective. Different people have different needs, and you, know, you can have people who are raised in a certain way where they're, what they're used to is much higher, you know, much higher level of physical comfort than others. But if someone is raised in a certain way, where that's that's what's that's what they're used to, so then it, then it could be that that's what they need, or at least for now, that's what they, maybe they can grow past that. But that's if, that, if it's a necessity, it's a necessity, okay. And if a person has a necessity, they need it to live in a way which is healthy and balanced for them, and they and they and they give it up and they separate from it. He says the person's a chayta, he's a sinner. He says, and this principle is a, is a, is a tr- is a trustworthy principle, yeah, and and. And that's only the principle, meaning I'm, said, I'm telling you, as, I, as we spoke about before, I'm telling you the principle. I am not telling you exactly how to implement that principle because he says really the details involved, the many, many details involved in such a thing um, which come out from this principle is, is, is something which only really one has to do what he calls a shikol hadas, meaning you have to think carefully. You have to weigh things up. You have to think, what is the, you know, do, do I need this? Do I not need this? Right? And... and and, and according to a person's ability to use their intellect, so a person is praiseworthy for this. I mean, you have to figure it out for yourself in terms of in the details of your life. Um, because it's impossible, really, he says, to gather together all of the details for, for, any, for any, you know, to, to be able to answer the, this question for any person. You know, there's many, many, many factors that are involved. There's many, many details. So, so he says, that, he says that the, person, the person's intellect... Um, is not able to sort of look at everything there is to which could ever come up in the world. We can't, we don't have the, the breadth of, of intellect to do that. He says, therefore, as something comes up, okay, if something comes up, you have to take a look at it and you have to think about it. Is this something that I need? Is this something that I don't need? Is this a luxury? Is this a, is this a necessity? And you have to be careful that because luxuries become necessities. I can't remember, I, I know I meant to tell you this story, but I, don't, I can't remember if I did. If I did, please forgive me for repeating it. Um, but um, in the stipler, one of the one of the gedolim of the previous generation died, I think, in the 1980s, maybe. Uh, so, is that so? He was living in Bnei Brak, uh, which is very close to Tel Aviv and exceptionally hot. Okay, very very hot and very humid in the summer. And he would and he would uh, sit in his little apartment at Bnei Brak for hours and hours and hours and hours and learn and learn and learn and learn and learn. And so I think that in the when air conditioning first became available, you know, available for people's homes. Um, which, whenever that was, the 1950s, the 1960s, is that so there was a, a, a man approached him, a, a wealthy businessman, and said he wanted to, 
he wanted to uh, give the stipler a, uh, he wanted to give him a, an air conditioner, have an air conditioning installed in his home. Um, and the stipler refused. And, and, he, and he pleaded with him, please, it'd be such an honor for me. And such, you know, please, it's, you're doing me a favor if you allow me. And, you know, and it'll help your learning. And he refused. And he asked him why, why he wouldn't. And he said, because, um, you know, at the time, again, whenever this was, the 50s, the 60s, is that, you know, you, you, you couldn't leave it on all the time. Uh, and it, it would freeze and it would, it would drip and it would, you know, and there weren't, and, and there weren't timers for it. So he said, the problem is Shabbos. He says, I'm not going to be able to leave it on for the entire Shabbos. So he says, so that what's going to happen is I'm going to get used to it during the week. And then Shabbos is going to come and I'm not going to be able to put it on on Shabbos. And then I'm not going to be able to learn because I'm going to be so uncomfortable. Right? So he says, now he's managing. He's fine. He's used to being hot and he learns and he's fine. But, but you know, and, and, and air conditioning is a very nice luxury. It's a very nice luxury. But once you get the air conditioning, you have to know is that it's not going to be long until it becomes a necessity. You know, luxuries turn into necessities very quickly. So one also have to, has to be careful about what you, of, of what you, you, um, you know, the things that you, uh, that you, you take on and incorporate into your life because, because we, they very quickly become things that we need to become dependent upon them. Um, just, I know that, that we, I, I uh, got for my birthday um, quite a few years ago, four or five years ago, I don't know, I got a, an espresso machine, you know, and uh, I, I get up first thing in the morning and I have a cup of coffee, but you know what, is that an espresso pod is, I don't know, what is it, eight rand for an espresso pod? So, I mean, that's cheaper than, than, than going into a coffee shop, but it's certainly a lot more than a cup of instant. And I knew that what would happen is, is that, you know, it would it become, an espresso is a really nice treat, and it would become that I, I, I would get to the point where I couldn't stand instant coffee anymore. So I, and you know, I, I don't want to be spending, I don't want to be spending, uh, you know, 50 rand a day on espresso pods, or whatever, whatever it is, 30, 40 rand on espresso pods. So I made a rule for myself. That I have one espresso in the morning and that's it. And if I want more coffee after that, I have I have instant, right? Because because an espresso becomes a really nice treat. And then a couple of years down the road, is you can't drink anything else, you have to have an espresso. So you're saying be careful, right? So know the difference. If it's a, if it's a, if it's a necessity, then you must take it. If it's a luxury, then precious. If you want to acquire precious, stay away from it and make be careful that you don't turn your luxuries into necessities.